It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Jets, your daily New York Jets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Jets podcast for Monday, November 9th, 2020. I'm your host, John B. from gangreennation.com. And today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Of course, we are beginning a new week today, and we begin it with a game because the Jets will be playing the New England Patriots tonight on Monday Night Football. Kickoff time is scheduled for... 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN. Of course, the Jets and Patriots play twice every year. A familiar matchup in some ways. This is, things things are, this, are the way they usually are, and in some ways, things are different. The Jets enter this game really struggling, which is has been a common feature of Jets-Patriots games through the years. The Patriots also entered this the team most people are expecting to win again that's something pretty common but the patriots enter enter this game struggling they are only two and five so the jets ahead of their bye have a chance to perhaps get their first win of the season if things go right this of course was a monday night game last year new england's visit to metlife stadium to play the jets was monday night it was an october game and it was the infamous Ghosts game where the Jets really struggled. Jets were coming off a win, their first win of the season over the Dallas Cowboys. There was some optimism entering the game, and the Jets went out and got blown out. On today's show, we are going to preview this game between the Jets and the Patriots. I'll offer one key player, one key matchup, and one key to victory on both the offensive and defensive sides of the ball. On offense, my player is going to be Brashad Perryman, who is expected to return to the lineup after the concussion he suffered two weeks ago against the Buffalo Bills. It was a really big hit that he took late in the fourth quarter of that game. He, again, is expected. He was listed. He was not really listed on the injury report, the final injury report of the week, so he is expected to rejoin the lineup. Really, there's no other way to put it. Perryman has not done much for the Jets this year. Now, part of this has been due to injury again. You know, he suffered that concussion against Buffalo a couple weeks back, suffered an ankle injury early in the season against San Francisco, had to miss some games. You know, injuries happen. You, know, you can't can't really blame the player for injuries, but he has not really been an impact player when he's been in the lineup. When the Jets signed him, they were hoping that his five-game stretch to close out 2019 with Tampa Bay was a sign that he was a player on the rise. As you may remember, I was a little skeptical at that idea, and it seems like skepticism is has kind of been earned so far because Perryman's a guy outside of those five games really has not done a lot in his career. Although, as, as a former first-round pick, there was an argument to be made that he had some potential, he had some upside, really has not displayed it. And that's been frustrating for a lot of Jets fans because the guy the Jets let go, Robbie Anderson, to make, way for, to make room for Perryman, 
has gone down to Carolina and put put together a great year, put together a breakout year while the Jets have not gotten much out of the guy they replaced him with. And Anderson only costs a few million dollars more. I think you have to look at this right now and you have to say, not looking like a great decision by Joe Douglas and the Jets' front office, letting Anderson go and replacing him with Perryman to this point. So Jets need to get some big plays out of Perryman in this game. Now, Stephon Gilmore is going to miss this game. Of course, the Patriots' number one corner. You know, Jets Jets are going to need to get some big plays in the passing game. Jets have not gotten many big plays out of their passing game so far this season. That's been one of the many reasons they have not won a game yet. And Perryman, again, has... You know, he's got physical tools. I mean, on in theory, you know, you you could see him making some big plays, even though he hasn't to this point. At some point, somebody needs to step up for this offense. And I'm looking at Perryman as he returns to the lineup. The Jets, the last last game, Joe Flacco started. Flacco is expected to make the start tonight in place of injured Sam Darnold. Early in the game against Miami, when Flacco started, he threw a couple deep passes to Perryman. There were a couple points where Perryman looked like he may have a step on the defender who was covering him, and for whatever reason, the connection just did not work out. I think the Jets are going to need to hit some big plays in the passing game. Now, on the defensive side of the ball, I'm going to talk about a guy who I think has struggled quite a bit this year, and that is Jordan Jenkins. Jenkins had back-to-back seasons where he put up at least seven sacks, although I've talked plenty on the show about when you adjust for the quality of the opponents, he put those sacks up against there was something to suggest that maybe he had overperformed. However, only one sack so far this season, and the Jets have really not had a consistent edge rusher this year. And I think Jenkins, by any measure, has been disappointing. The Jets did not pay him a lot of money in free agency. They only gave him a one-year $5 million deal. I was worried heading into last offseason the Jets were going to give him a contract that was too much money. I was I was worried the Jets would give him a contract approaching $10 million, which, you know, there were some rumors that that's what he wanted. The Jets were smart, and they were restrained, and they gave him a contract around $5 million. Jenkins has not lived up to that contract. I can blame the Jets for letting Robbie Anderson go based on the way he's played in Carolina. When it comes to Jenkins, I got to blame Jenkins because we know Jenkins can be better than the player he's been this year. You know, I I don't blame the Jets for that one. I blame Jenkins because even if he's not an eight-sack guy, he's better than what he's shown so far this year. So, you know, Jets need to get generate a pass rush here. But beyond that, with Cam Newton playing quarterback for New England, they're going to utilize the quarterback in the run game. And frequently what happens when you utilize the quarterback in the run game is the edge defender, one of the edge defenders needs to step up and make plays because many of the run plays that involve the quarterback essentially target the edge defender. They leave the edge defender unblocked. And depending on what his movement is, is the quarterback will either keep the ball or hand to the running back. And essentially, you know, to, at the risk of over, oversimplifying things, the way these plays are designed are for the quarterback to read the movements of the edge defender. So let's say the edge defender is Jenkins. It looks like Jenkins is moving the moving into the path of the running back, then the quarterback keeps it. Whereas if the edge defender is going after the quarterback, then the quarterback hands it off to the to the running back. That's essentially the way a lot of these plays work when you involve the quarterback. One of the advantages to having a mobile quarterback who you can involve in the run game is it essentially gives you an extra option on offense. It gives you an extra player the defense has to keep account of. And you need dis- you need guys who are disciplined. You need guys who are not going to over-pursue, guys who leave themselves angles to potentially take both players, depending on what the quarterback decides to do with the ball. 
and puts a lot of pressure on, on those defenders. And I think that Jenkins could be in the spotlight tonight. And his performance, the way he plays it, his ability or lack thereof to show discipline on plays where he's targeted in the run game could either result in some really good, some really important stops for the Jets or some potential big runs for New England. When it comes to getting or staying in shape, nothing feels as good as that feeling of accomplishment, of hitting your fitness goals and feeling great about yourself. And Echelon can get you there. Echelon offers the next generation of connect, connected fitness bikes, fitness mirrors, rowing machines, and their all-new Stride Smart Treadmill. No matter what your favorite fitness activity, Echelon gives you a fun and challenging workout from the comfort of your home. Their world-class instructors will motivate you with thousands of daily live and on-demand studio-level classes, always available when you need them. And unlike their competitors, Echelon is affordable for everyone, and one membership lets up to five family members all work out at the same time. Right now, you can try any Echelon fitness equipment at home for 30 days. Go to echelonfit.com slash NFL. Again, that's E-C-H-E-L-O-N-F-I-T dot com slash NFL. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Jets podcast here on this Monday, getting ready for Monday Night Football. It will be the Jets and the Patriots renewing their AFC East rivalry tonight at MetLife Stadium. Jets looking for their first win of the season. Patriots in a rare year where they're struggling, looking to get their season back on track with only a 2-5 and five record. Who will win this game? Difficult to say. I mean, I think the Patriots are the favorites, obviously, but we're talking about key matchups in this segment. And for the Jets, I'm going to go with Connor McGovern versus the New England defensive front. And I talked about this a little bit earlier. This is a rematch of the Monday night game from a year ago where Sam Darnold was wearing a microphone and infamously said that he was seeing ghosts. And I think he was talking more about New England's coverages when he made that comment. And it was not, it was a comment that I think was blown way out of proportion because there were lots of quarterbacks who played in the NFL who came out after that statement and said, I, I know what Sam was talking about. And I think what Darnold was talking, Darnold really meant was New England was not running the coverages he was expecting to pre-snap. But going back to that game, there was a, there was a secondary issue and it was an issue where it was an issue for the Jets most of last season. It dealt with the offensive line, which was a problem spot for the Jets last year, and it's still a problem spot for the Jets. The Patriots were showing blitzes, and the Jets really did not know what was coming, and they had no idea how to pick pick them up. And part of that falls on the quarterback. The Jets will be starting Joe Flacco, the veteran, who has quite a history against New England. Started started a number of playoff games against the Patriots back when he was a member of the Baltimore Ravens. But it's also on the center, Connor McGovern. And when, one of the things that makes me really respect guys who play in the NFL is just how much they have to process and how quickly they have to process it. They need to know exactly who's coming on a blitz before a snap. And they, they're like these little subtle giveaways that are very difficult to pick up. Like I probably would have a tough time picking them up. I imagine you'd have a tough time picking them up, but these guys who play are so smart that they're able to figure these things out. 
at least for the most part. When they don't, things look ugly. And that's what happened last year for the Jets in that game against New England. Now, as I say frequently, these things are kind of, you kind of work in tandem between the center and the quarterback. Tends to be a job with at least two people trying to figure out who's going to come on a blitz. And you adjust the blocking assignments accordingly. You adjust the blocking calls accordingly. Jets are going to need to do that because we saw in Flacco's last start that he just does not want to get hit at this point in his career. Not that any quarterback in the NFL wants to get hit, but Flacco avoids hits at all costs. You know, he's not very mobile. He's not he's not going to be able to evade pressure, and he's just going to try and check it down. If if there's if a guy gets anywhere in the neighborhood of him, he's going to try and check it down. Jets can't have that, and that means that they're going to have to be in the correct protections for the most part in this game. They're not going to be, not that you could ever afford a lot of breakdowns on the offensive line, not that you can ever afford a lot of free runners, but Flacco is not equipped to handle those. There are some quarterbacks who at least give you a shot. You know, every quarterback's going to struggle under pressure. Every quarterback's going to have a lot of ugly plays when, you know, if, if the offensive line allows a free runner, if the protection's not set up correctly and a guy runs in free at you. But there are at least quarterbacks who can make a play, who can make something happen where you at least have a chance of uh, a positive play happening. Jets are not going to have that with Joe Flacco, which means that there's going to be a lot of pressure on McGovern against this New England front and against Bill Belichick and the guys who draw up the New England scheme. So that's my key matchup on offense for the Jets. And on defense, my key matchup is going to be running back Damian Harris versus Neville Hewitt, linebacker. And I mean, I think at this point, Hewitt's probably the number one linebacker on this defense. Now, at the before the start of training camp, Hewitt was a backup because you had C.J. Mosley. Mosley, of course, has opted out of the season. And you also had Avery Williamson, who has been traded to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So that means Hewitt is pretty much the now the guy at linebacker for the New York Jets. And even prior to the Williamson trade, I mean, he, he got a lot of the tough assignments on defense. And that, that was that was also true last year when Williamson missed the, the entire season and Mosley missed most of the season. When I watched the Jets' defensive schemes going back, a lot of the tough jobs were given to Hewitt, and he was very up and down. Now, Harris has kind of emerged recently. Uh, he's got a couple recent 100-yard games. I think he, he's probably the, right now the top back in New England, although Belichick historically kind of changes his mind and part of that is the Patriots adjust what they tend to adjust what they do game to game. So, you know, somebody can be the number one back in New England one week and then the next week they're on the bench. So, you know, this is all very much up in the air. But I do kind of get the feeling at this point in time, Harris is kind of the top back for New England. And, you know, they don't use him in the passing game a ton. But if they do, it, you know, it could be a matchup that Hewitt draws. But Against the run, I mean, Hewitt's going to have to make some plays to stop this New England run game. You know, we talked a little bit about Jordan Jenkins, how he's going to have to contribute against the quarterback runs. Well, when the, when Cam Newton hands the ball off, I think there's going to be stuff on Hewitt. And I think the other thing to consider is that the Jets looks like they might be without Quinn and Williams in this game, which means Hewitt's, jo- Hewitt's, Hewitt's job might be tougher because he's not going to have Quinn and Williams in front of him. Ideally, when you're a linebacker in this league, you want to have great defensive line play in front of you guys who can draw double teams, keep you clean, make your job easier. It's probably going to be a little bit more difficult for Hewitt to operate if indeed Quinn and Williams is not able to play in this game. So I think all this is to say, I think the Jets are going to need a big performance out of Neville Hewitt if they're going to have a shot in this game. 
Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and the new Built Bar is even more delicious. There are now 18 amazing flavors. There are six new flavors in addition to the 12 originals. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. Peanut butter has 19 grams protein, 180 calories, 5 grams sugar, 5 grams net carbs, while coconut almond has 18 grams protein, 180 calories, 5 grams sugar, 5 grams net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON, one word, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for 20% off at BuiltBar, B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Jets podcast on this Monday, previewing tonight's game between the Jets and the Patriots. And in this final segment, I'm going to offer a key to victory on both the offensive and defensive sides of the ball. Now, my key to victory on the offensive side of the ball actually kind of connects with the key player and the key matchup. My key player was Brashad Perryman because I think the Jets need to make big plays in the passing game. My key matchup was... Connor McGovern against the New England front slash Bill Belichick because I think the Jets need to make sure they're in the correct protection. But my key to victory is doing whatever it takes to make sure the Patriots do not get pressured to Joe Flacco. And whether that's by play design, whether that means going max protect more frequently, the Jets just cannot let pressure get to Flacco because they need to make big plays in the passing game. And because Flacco has shown pretty much no ability and no willingness in the games he's played with the Jets to make something happen when things break down, when the protection protection breaks down. So Jets just need to do whatever they can. And again, if that means leaving in extra blockers, so be it. You you live with it and try and and work your receivers down the field that way. Because Flacco, again, is not going to be a guy who's going to be able to evade pressure. He's not going to be able to buy himself extra time. And he's a guy who, whenever there's been a pass rusher near him in his starts with the Jets, says just look to check the ball down, get, get, get rid of it. Jets can't have that. Jets need big plays in the passing game in this game. It's, it's time for the Jets to start making some big plays. So that's my key to victory on the offensive side of the ball. And on the defensive side of the ball, I mean, I guess this one's obvious, but you get, Jets need to be better, better disciplined than they were last week against the Kansas City Chiefs. There were too many times where guys – you know, we're falling for Kansas City's eye candy. They were getting themselves out of the lanes, chasing plays that were fakes, mixed misdirections. You know, they were following motions. They were just doing things the wrong way. And one thing I know about Bill Belichick is that he studies his opponents and he studies what they don't do well. And if they don't do something well the week before, he's going to test them on that. So I think we're going to see a lot, again, lots of pre-snap stuff from the Patriots. They're going to try and get Jets players to be undisciplined, to leave their lanes, to not, you know, to get themselves out of position, essentially be over-aggressive, run themselves out of position. And which, will the, if you do that, you create openings for the offense. The Chiefs were able to exploit that in last week's game. And I think that's something the, the Patriots are going to try and do. So, I mean, I guess it's obvious to say stay disciplined. You know, you always want your players to be disciplined. You don't want your guys over-pursuing things. You don't want your guys falling for pre-snap motions. You don't, you, don't, you, know, you don't want them running themselves out of the play because that's how big plays happen. 
So I guess this goes without saying. I guess it's maybe it's an obvious key, but I think it's especially important this week because of what happened a week ago, because you're playing Bill Belichick, who's going to look to exploit anything you've done poorly. He's always going to test you. If you, if you did something poorly, poorly the week before and you're playing New England, New England's going to test to see whether you have corrected that. So I'm hoping that in the week of practice that has happened since that Kansas City game, the Jets have really drilled into their players that they need to be better disciplined. Of course, this, is a, this has been a defense that's struggled with discipline all year. So yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I think it's going to be I think that's an important thing for this team heading into this game. Anyway, that's all for our show today. Thank you for listening. This has been the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, if you enjoy our show, subscribe to it and leave it a good review. I hope you have a good Monday, everybody. Enjoy the game, and we will be back tomorrow to recap it. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.